Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the sixth chapter. And we looked at the first four verses previously. Let me read these first four verses again as they continue on as Jesus points out another thing. Now, let me give you a little word of warning here. There's portions of this that we are very, very familiar with. Okay, very familiar with. And sometimes the spirit of familiarity will rob us of insight and understanding. And that's the reason that we do well uh, to read the scripture over and over. Yes, you read it repeatedly. You also meditate upon it. You think about it. You read it from different translations. Okay, there's some English translations that are better than other English translations, but all of them are useful. Okay, so you read from different things because certain nuances to be brought out. So let's look here in verse one again. Jesus is saying this Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So, when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you." So Jesus is dealing with two or three things right here, uh, a couple that are immediate right now, and another one becomes even more evident in the next verse when we see what he's up to here. He's telling them how to give. He says, you don't give braggadociously. That's the bottom line with you. You give humbly. You give, and we look at the balance of Scripture. Okay, You look at the balance of the New Testament. We are to, told to give hilariously. We're told to give uh, uh, consistently. We're told to give as each man has determined in his own heart. We're told to, to give proportionally, to give regularly. Uh, there's probably three or four other things I can't remember off the top of my head, <clears throat> but there's eight, nine, or ten ways that we're to give. Not a one of them, are you ready for this? Not a one of them is a tithe. Not a one says to give a tithe. The tithe was in the Old Testament. The tithe, which just means a tenth, that was for uh, the support of the nation of Israel and the temple. And the Jewish people had to give three tithes. Two were given every year. Another one was given every three years. And so they had an effective tax rate of 23%, okay, to support their nation. That's where you see tithes and offerings. The offerings were above that. So we you don't see that in the New Testament church. We give as the Lord moves upon our heart. And so he's talking about the giving here, but he's also talking about something else. He's talking about uh, the attitude and how the hypocrites were, you know, putting on a show and everything. Watch what Jesus says next. Verse 5. When you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites. Whoa, so Jesus is going from giving to praying. And with both of them, he says, when you give, don't give like the hypocrites. When you pray, don't pray like the hypocrites. So you see a little thematic thing going on here. What's the thematic thing? The religious hypocrites. You got it. So verse 5 again. When you pray, 
you are not to be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. So you see the same exact phraseology here between uh, giving and praying. Uh, I mean, the same thing. The hypocrites do it in the synagogues. They do it in the street. They do it where they'll be honored by men, set about both of them. And he says, what? They have received their reward in full. Now, verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So again, the same thing that he said about giving. He says, don't do it in a braggadocious way. Don't go out and put on a show. Now, that doesn't mean that you cannot pray publicly. Okay, You can pray publicly. But when you're praying and you're on the street corner praying and your point and purpose is the adoration of men, you got a problem. Well, Jesus doesn't stop there in verse 7. He says this, And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. Uh, that's the interesting little phrase right there, isn't it? So he's letting them know something, okay? He says, when you pray, you go into your inner room, you close the door, and you pray to your Father who is in secret. That's interesting, isn't it? And the Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The picture here is that of a, 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 an intimate conversation. And in intimate conversations, you don't repeat the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, trying to get somebody to do something. It sort of reminds me of a, when a, a Elijah, they called for the prophets of the priests of Baal to come forth and told them, okay, you call down your gods. And they prayed like all day long and they cut themselves where they bled and they repeated stuff over and over and over and over and over, trying to get their gods to do something. And their gods couldn't do anything. Now, people say, well, it's called their gods weren't real. Oh, no, no, no. Those gods were very real. They're very real, but they're not the most high God. <clears throat> That's another story for another time, right? They thought that their meaningless repetition would move the heart of their God. And he says the Gentiles do the same thing. They suppose that if they, if, if they say it many, 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 many times, then it's going to come about. No, Jesus says in verse 8, so do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Now, this brings forth a couple of questions right here, does it not? And then the next verse moves in to where Jesus says, pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven. And it's what is traditionally called within the church, the Lord's Prayer, okay? It's really not the Lord's Prayer. I think a lot of us will know that. If you don't, then lock this in your brain. It's not the Lord's Prayer. It's the model prayer. Okay, that's why Jesus said, pray in this way. Okay, a lot of times people uh, for years and years, they called it the our father. So that's the first two words, our father, the our father. Well, that's a good way to refer to it. But it's the model prayer because Jesus says, hey, then pray in this way. He had just told, told him, don't pray with meaningless repetition. Don't pray like the hypocrites who love to pray in the synagogue and love to pray on the corner to where they will be seen by men. He says they have received their reward in full. 
don't be like that, but be like this. And he's going to tell them how they are to pray. You know, I think we'll wait the next time to actually get into that prayer as to what it means. But there's a couple things uh, that come to mind to this. First of all, Jesus says you don't want to be like them. Okay, so don't be like them. But then he says this, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. If the father knows what we need before we ask him, then why do we have to ask him? You know, for the same reason that you do the same thing, particularly when your children are younger, you train them to ask and respond in a certain kind of ways to let you know, to tell you something which you already know. But then here's the bigger point, and it has to do with prayer itself. Prayer isn't sitting there and coming before God with a wish list and a want list and et cetera, et cetera. God already knows. Prayer is communing with the Most High God. It's conversation with the Most High God. And we think that prayer is just speaking on our end. He's warned us about that. Don't have meaningless repetition as the Gentiles. Prayer is just as much listening. And prayer isn't to inform God. Prayer is actually to inform us. Because the prayer comes from the Most High God, comes through us. We receive it and understand it in our mind, in our spirit, and we give it back to Him. It's really more for us than it is for the Most High God. We'll look at that more later. But think of that when you're praying. Don't pray like the other ones do. Pray. The Father knows what you need. Ask Him for it and see what He does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.